Welcome to Marquette Global, a five-part podcast that talks to international students who decided to spend their college years in the U.S. They share their struggles, successes, and challenges to adjusting to life in America. I'm your host, Brendan Plone, and my guests span the globe from Brazil to Indonesia. This is Marquette Global. Shema Mahmoud is from Kuwait City, Kuwait, and previously grew up in Egypt. She's a senior studying clinical laboratory science at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If Shema could describe her experience at Marquette in one phrase, it would be stuck in the middle. The Middle East is a place where traditions are still the standard in an ever-changing world, while she herself has now seen how modern relationships, including love and friendship, are affected by daily politics, cultural differences, and the American way of life. Mahmoud is caught in a 21st century dilemma that international college students are facing all over the United States. Are they American enough after four years of school? Have they changed so much that they're different from their own culture? Shema has been using these four years to answer that question, among others. It's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, not American enough to be American, and I'm not Arab enough to be Arab because I'm so westernized, so I'm like kind of caught in that middle ground. Weird. It is weird for Shema, who grew up going to British school and learned flawless English. To many of those that met her for the first time, when they found out she was from Kuwait, they were shocked. She didn't have an accent, she wore normal American clothes, and she liked to go out with friends. However, this is where the microaggressions would happen. When they found out, people would make assumptions, use stereotypes, and generally not bother to learn the culture beforehand. By the end of her senior year, Shema had had enough of the comments. I got a lot of dumb questions, but I kind of understood it as ignorance. But kind of the more you get it, the more you're kind of just like, how are you 22 and you still think I ride camels to school back home? Like, it just seems really dumb. But I don't know. I guess I got more and more agitated as the years go on and less tolerant of questions like that. It's more just people assuming things just because they hear about something from a completely different nationality, but they're associating it because all brown people are the same apparently to some people. <laughs> so that's something that I get all the, all the time is that people will assume that, for example, the thing I get the most is because oh, I'm Muslim. And then it's like, oh, we're, we have the same beliefs as Hindus. And it's a completely, completely different religion. And I'm just like, where did you even get that? And they're like, oh, aren't you guys all from the same place? And they're like, not even, not even close. <laughs> not even, I'm from Africa. They're from Asia. Completely, completely different. So, yeah. So that's just, that's one of the things that I got. I personally really enjoyed being in a Catholic school because I'd never taken a theology class before today. We took religious studies, but it was always just Islam. We just learned about Islam. And people who weren't Muslim didn't take a religious course. They just sat there for 50 minutes and did whatever. But here I got to, like, learn about Christianity, learn about Judaism, learn more stuff about my own religion. Like, I just felt like the theology classes were very inclusive, at least the first one. And I really enjoyed that. That was my favorite thing, was kind of understanding it from a completely different perspective because I like learning about different things like that. Microaggressions are part of a larger trend in American society reflecting anti-immigrant rhetoric. Mahmoud said her parents were somewhat concerned about studying in the U.S. And according to the Washington Post, enrollment from Arab countries is down as much as 18 percent. 
A major reason why some are deterred is because of President Trump's travel ban from mostly Muslim countries. It is the Islamophobia-driven fear that has discouraged many Middle Eastern parents. According to the American Association of College Registrars and Admissions Officers, they reported that 79% of parents in the Middle East expressed concerns regarding studying in the United States. One of those people was Shayma's mother, who sent her daughter off to a different country for school. My mom was very concerned because she's like, I don't want you to... She mainly didn't want to, like, let her daughter go kind of thing. But she also was afraid because, yeah, there is kind of a lot of political instability, especially with Arabs. So she was kind of worried about that, but she also doesn't think anything drastic is going to happen. It's usually just the microaggression I have to deal with anyway. While Mahmoud's mother's fears were not all dispelled when she got to Milwaukee, she did notice differences in American culture. Because I started off thinking culture was very surface level thing in terms of food, how people interact with one another. But I feel like it's very, very personalized comparatively to that. Like, yeah, a group of people can have the same culture, general culture, but each person has their own. So I realize that you can't really just assume people have the same kind of viewpoints. And you really just have to understand everybody's individual perspectives based on their own experiences. So that's really what culture is. It's kind of more of a personal outlook on the world. In Shema's search for culture, she also searched for meaning. Where does she fit in American society? What's her role as an international student? People, for me, they initially won't even think that I'm remotely foreign because I speak perfect English, in quotations. I don't have an accent, in quotations. I think I have an American accent. And I look more American, or whatever that means. So people either label me as Hispanic or as a mixed ethnicity. So nobody ever actually outwardly knows, but I can't go about being an American because I'm not. When people ask me where I'm from, I can't say I'm from Milwaukee because I didn't grow up here. If they ask me what high school I'm from, I can't tell them I go to a high school here. So in my sense, it's more I have to tell people that I am rather than people labeling me as that. It's, it's just annoying because I never had to explain myself more than ever since I've come here. During English class, I remember sophomore year being asked this question and my professor asked me if I felt like it was my duty to explain myself. Like after thinking about it, I'm like, initially I was like, yeah, you have to because how else are people going to know better? But at the same time, why am I the one representing my entire culture and my entire race and my entire religion? Because I view things differently to people back home, and I view different things differently to people here, and it just doesn't seem fair that people don't go out of their way to kind of learn about people's viewpoints on their own, and they just take one person's opinion as Bible kind of thing. Mahmoud's notions about culture also changed because of the 2016 election. It even splintered up her friend group and almost brought her to an end. Kind of exposed a lot of undercover hate which kind that initially scared me a lot I just felt like maybe I was going to be alone I was going to be attacked and all this because I came in like this little wide-eyed freshman I'd never had this race issue I've never really thought about race as an issue religion was never talked about we kind of just all accepted each other back home and I come here and that's all that is discussed all the time and then this whole election thing happened and that was even more amplified. It really divided at least my friend groups because people had such like opposite point of views that nobody could even want to try to agree with each other. People were just kind of arguing all the time. After the election, though, Mahmoud returned to normal things. 
she was able to continue her college career and succeed with flying colors. Her love of learning and helping others took her mind off of the noise that was coming from every media outlet on TV, radio, and newspaper. Another way she took her mind off of the news was by staying involved with Marquette's Office of International Education. She met friends like LG from the first podcast, and she led orientations for new international students. While she's thankful for OIE, there are some things she'd like to change. So I came in with the international orientation in 2014, and that's when I saw people that were in my same boat where they were here for the four years. And then I tried to participate in the international orientations after that, and I've noticed that most of the people that come are just for a semester. They don't usually stay for longer than that. They're a lot older, and they're really just here to kind of enjoy the American experience. It's kind of like when Americans go off to study abroad. It's kind of their study abroad. So I felt like it was. it's a different experience for them than it is for me. I'm building a foundation for myself. They're just here for the experience. I never go because I know that that's how it's going to be because most of the time, like I said, it's people that are only here for a semester. They don't want to go to Target as an excursion. They want to go experience the bars, go to the public museum. Yeah, there's a Chicago trip sometimes, but it feels like it's more monitored that way, so nobody wants to be on a monitored trip if they can go on their own and spend the same amount of money and have a little bit more freedom to do what they want. And I also feel like the main issue, and I can understand it because not everyone has, for example, like the same level of English that I do, and not everyone has the same cultural, cultural adaptation that I can have. So I understand that some of these excursions need to be a little bit kind of I, f I personally feel like they're very patronizing. It's kind of like, oh, let's go to Target. I know how to go to a store. I've been to stores before. I know how to take the bus. I'm not inept. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in college. I think I can handle going to a grocery store on my own and stuff like that. As she reflects on her time at Marquette, Mahmoud offers some key advice for future international students. I'm planning now for what I'm going to be doing in three years. Because I'm once I get a job, I've done all the calculations to save up for grad school in case the sponsorship thing never happens so that I can at least afford to pay my way into grad school in Milwaukee. And I've looked at the programs that I want, how much it would cost me, so how much I have to save. So yeah, it's a lot of pre-planning when you're an international student. Planning in advance is not just for undergrads. It's for Mahmoud's professional career, too. She plans to stay in Milwaukee after graduation, working in the healthcare industry. Shama is thankful for her time at Marquette and believes that without the help of the community around her, she could not have gotten to where she is today. And I'm very happy for Marquette for giving me the education that I needed. I feel like the academics here were immaculate. I learned so much stuff I, and things that I didn't think I'd need to know, theology, philosophy, you know, on, like any diverse cultures, criminology, things that have nothing to do with my major have just helped me grow as a person so much. It's helped open my mind and made me think more. And the people that I've met here and the professors that have taught me have all been nothing but family and very kind and accepting to me. Yeah, I'll get the occasional person that throws a dumb comment at me, but at the end of the day, the vast majority have been positive. Just a couple of negatives shouldn't overshine that. And I'm very happy to have been here. Oh, Marquette. <laughs> Thanks to listening to Marquette Global. This has been Episode 3, and we'll see you next time.